What happened to you? Let's talk about that on episode 65 of No Boring Stories. The No Boring Stories podcast. You know that you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and admittedly, I own far too much Harry Potter Lego. Today on the show, we're not going to talk about Lego. We may talk about Harry Potter. We are definitely going to talk about the turning point, the transformation moment, the what happened, the climax, the peak of the arc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the middle part of the story. You know, you've got a beginning, a middle, and an end, a three-arc, a three-act story. Well, this is the middle of it. This is where the action happens. This is what changes you. This is the what happened moment. We, of course, are in part three of a four-part series talking about the transformation story arc, the main tool that you need and can use in your business, in your storytelling, in your speaking to become a not boring storyteller. This transformation story arc will rock your freaking world and we are diving into it. So go back a couple weeks ago to the solo episode and you will find starting out with who I am, the end of the arc, as it were, the right now part of the arc, talking about who you are and the impact that you make. Then we say, okay, well, where did that begin? And we go back to who I was. And then you start to fill it in from the back. And let's just like, you know, upload all the details about who you were. Really, it's talking about what did you desire and then what barrier got in the way? You know, I was always a creative. I was always a storyteller. But... I got really confused in life and was confused about how I could connect with and captivate my audience with my message. What message and what am I supposed to do in my life? Then we're going to get into this part. This is the then part of the story. So if the who I am is the and now part of the story, who I was was the I was always, but... Maybe the butt part of the story, the big butt. Now we are into the middle part of the story, the what happened, who I was, what happened, and who I am. Today, let's talk about what happened. Here's what I want to do. I want to unpack this idea of what happened, um, how to find this moment, because this really is where a lot of people get hung up. And then I want to... um, Actually, we're going to start with unpacking uh, the problem that a lot of people have with this and the mistake that a lot of people have when telling their story and starting with the what happened moment instead of gliding into the what happened moment. Then we will unpack on how to find it and and I will share some examples of what that sounds like and how I use this in my work. All right, so... Three little steps here come along for the ride. Here is where I see the mistake most people make right away. And actually, you'll hear this a lot on my podcast. If you listen to this and you hear people sharing their story, I will often interrupt them and um, 
uh, guide them through the story arc more clearly when they want to take it their own way. So many people, so many professional speakers, people who are doing workshops and getting on stages, they start to share their story. And they say, it all started when I was 32 years old. I'd been in corporate for 12 years and was starting to burn out. Right away, that's a red flag for me. Because if, you, if you're 38 years old and you say that your story started six years ago, you're missing 32 years of life. Look, my kids are 15, 12, and 9. If you're skipping 32 years of life, you're skipping twice, at least twice their lifetimes. And they already have a lifetime worth of stories to tell. Are you with me? When we start at 32 or you start at 26 or you start at 42 years old with your story, you think that you're starting at the, the moment that everyone wants to hear, you are actually missing out on the transformative stuff that got you here. So the problem that I see, it might start at the action. It's like, it's like you know, an action movie, a, a superhero movie starting with in the middle of the battle. And you're like, oh, this is, oh, this is good. But if it just started there and then kept going, we would have so many questions about how they got to that moment. So feel free to use this as a literary device or, you know, a communication tactic as teasing the tension, which is actually something that I teach. Absolutely. Tease the tension. Say, at 32 years old, I was in corporate. I thought I had it all. I had reached the pinnacle. I had got everything that I dreamed of, and yet I still felt empty. Do you know that feeling? I was afraid of that feeling all my life. Because when I was a kid, the thing that I wanted most, see what just happened there? Now I'm bringing you along to why that moment was important. Because I can easily say I got everything I wanted, but as soon as I say when I was a kid or when I was a teen, when I was younger, I was so driven. Why was I driven? Because my parents had all these expectations on me. Oh, so now you're somebody who's living in life just to prove that you can make it. And then when you finally did make it, it felt empty because you had never done anything for yourself. Now here you are, six years after that moment, living your dream life, living life on your terms as you design it from the inside out and feeling more free and fulfilled than ever before. That's a story. But if I just start there, if I just start at the what happened moment, I start at the peak, then all that I get to do is ride down. And it might be good and it might bring me to where I am now, but I want to know about you because I'm going to find myself not in your 32-year-old burned out in corporate experience. I might attach to that. But more likely, I'm going to find myself in your teenage, childhood, young adult years trying to prove yourself to find your worth. That is the most relatable part of your story and that's where I'm going to find myself. Okay, so that's the effort here. That's where I want to make sure that what happens stays as the middle part of your story. This is critical to actually telling a captivating story, to really bringing us on a journey here and helping us see the fullness of who you are and inviting people into the transformation that you've experienced. So if you have this habit of going there, please, let's adjust that. I mean, use the, the tool if you want as, a, as teasing the tension, but don't just start there and go forward. We need to know who you are and how you got here. If you need help on that, 
send me a message and we can get that started because I can help you to truly form your story and use it in the most powerful way possible. This is my one-on-one coaching. This is what I do. This is where the magic happens. And this is how I've helped transform so many business owners to become captivating storytellers and truly step into their confidence and speak with clarity like never before. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with Alex, doing some story coaching, then please contact me and we'll get going with that. It's not worth waiting. Get into it now. Okay, so that's uh, that's the problem that I see most people using or doing with the what happened moment. Now, I want to give you the tip, uh, the main tip and trick on how to actually work through this, to discover your what happened moment. So we have who I am. You know the end of the story. We have who I was. You know who you were. You've actually done the hard work now. Now we just get to look at that middle part and say, well, what what happened? That's the next question. What happened to shift you from who you were to who you are? And where we get hung up, where so many people that I work with get stuck on this is they say, I can't figure out the one moment. And either they can't find any or they find too many. And the fear when you find too many is that you're going to pick one and it's not the best one. You're going to pick one and all the others are going to feel bad. It's like choosing one puppy from the litter. You're choosing one and leaving all the, all the rest with sad eyes looking at you like, but wasn't I a good enough moment? You're like, no, no, you were fine. You were fine. I just, this one just felt better. And that's it. That's the joy. That's what I want you to actually enjoy this experience instead of stressing out about it. If you have all these moments, you're like, well, it could be this moment. It could be the moment that that I was first given a chance to speak. It could be when my when my mom died. It could be when I, I stepped into that mastermind. You know, I've got three significant moments that I could talk about right off the top of my head. Which one do I choose? Well, it's not that one is better than the other. One might be more fit for an audience than the others, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But if you have this embarrassment of riches, as it were, you have too many options, too many moments, here's the key. It's about choosing a moment, not the moment. Choose a moment that shifted you from who you were to who you are. A conversation, a podcast you were listening to, a book, a moment, a a coach, a therapist, just a moment that shifted you, a vacation that you were on, and then get specific with it. Choose a moment, put it in there, get specific with it, tell your story. Now, if you're having trouble finding any moment, that's if you have too many, just pick one. If you're having trouble finding any moment, what I want you to do is go from who you were and you've got this but, this big but moment, but something was in the way, but I was always confused until, and then you go into, okay, who was somebody? What was a time that shifted me out of that? Was it the first fitness class you went to? Was it when somebody gave you a chance? Was it that conversation you had with a dying relative? Was it when you were in a room with a bunch of other people and you realized you were not alone? You have these moments, just give yourself some time to dig in and explore your own life to pull these moments out. No judgment. Just say, what happened to shift me from who I was to who I am and see what moments show up for you. Then what's soon going to happen is you're going to feel like this first camp again and say, I've got too many moments. So then you just joyfully get to pick one and go ahead with it. 
Okay, so that's how we find our moment, and you simply talk about that moment. You don't need all the back story. You don't need all the details of where you were. It really could be, I was at college with a friend at a party. Everybody else was drunk, and I didn't want that anymore. So instead of waiting for anybody, I got a cab, I went home, and I spent the night writing instead of getting drunk again for the fourth weekend in a row. Now, here I am helping people use their, uh, you know, use their energy for good and creative work instead of wasting it away on vices and addictions, All right? I don't know what you do. I don't know what that story is. I don't know who that is, but I want to meet that person. Just land on a moment and tell us about it. Okay, now finally, here's, here's my examples. As I said earlier, I've got these three moments that I use actually for three different audiences. And this is what you get to do next when you really identify this. Essentially, the who I was stays the same for me, depending on how much time I have and what kind of context I'm fitting this into. I essentially start with, I was a storyteller. I wanted to be like my mom. I loved watching her on stage. I loved sitting backstage and hearing her affect the audience, and I wanted to do the same thing. As I got into that, there was many things that led me to being a confused teenager, a confused person, confused in my identity, confused in why the audience reacted the way they did, and confused in what my next step was. This confusion carried me through for the next 20 years, really, until, right? So what what I did wrong there, actually, as I look at that, is say, carried me through for the next 20 years, because that doesn't work if then I want to tell you a story about when I was 17, but I can say this confusion was there for all of my life. Until at 17, somebody gave me clarity for the first time on how I could use my gifts in a different way. When Dave gave me the chance to speak. And then now that is the transformation moment for me. It's when he gave me the first opportunity to speak to a crowd using my own thoughts instead of a scripted um, character. And I fell in love with it. And then it screwed up and he gave me a second chance. Or I could say until... About 10 years ago, when my mom got really sick, really fast, and we had some serious conversations, and she opened up to me about really what's behind, what's going on behind the scenes in her heart when she is acting on stage, that she shares stories to shape other people's stories. That was 10 years ago. Something clicked that then really got into motion, and I'm putting it into motion now. That's another significant transformation moment. Or I could tell you about three years ago when I put my business in front of a room of entrepreneurs and got on the mic and introduced my business to this room of people, my first ever mastermind that I was a part of, and I spoke about it and somebody said, you need to help us speak like you do. Your story is your superpower and you need to help us share our stories like you shared yours. And that was it. That tipped the scales to make me exactly who I am right now and what I do right now. Now, I could tell you my story with all of those moments, and I could do that in a longer talk, but right now, and what I usually do is just pick one. I land on it, and I say, that's what helped me go from confusion to clarity, and now I'm here to help you do the same. And I can be like Dave was to me, and I can help pull something out of you that you maybe don't see in yourself. I can be like my mom was to me, and I can help you see the power of your story and how it will shape others. Or I can be like that room of people was to me. When you are so confused in what you're doing, I can help you find clarity and zone in on exactly what your gift is. 
That's what I'm here to do. And in any context, I can use those different stories to tell you what happened to get me here. And then I get to step in and be that same character that was in my story, in your story. Oh, my friends, when you can lock in on this moment, you've locked in on a captivating story. You are going to never tell a boring story again. We are just filling out the arc here. A three-act story, who I was, what happened, who I am, beginning, middle, end, act one, act two, act three. Somebody gets up a tree, he gets rocks thrown at him, and he climbs down the tree. It is classic, it is basic, it is anything but easy, and it is never boring. Next week, we are going to dive into the transformation statement. This is the key that brings it all together and allows you to now turn this towards the audience and invite them into something. For now, go practice, find your moments, find your what happened, and start sharing your story and shaping this world. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started.